Hello and welcome to The Walls Report. I'm Ryan Lester and thank you for joining us for episode 66, where tonight we'll be analysing briefly the Arsenal game. We'll be going through keep, sell or loan, going through the squad, what we have for next season, talking about the Lopetegui situation again, doing the latest quiz of who am I, Nucky v Tyler, and taking your questions. Of course, wouldn't be possible without my two loyal servants, our director of football, Chris Tyler, who's absolutely delighted to be here, and our club captain, Mark Nock. Gentlemen, first of all, thank you for joining me throughout the season. Um, the show wouldn't be the same without you guys, and your input is very much appreciated. Um, it's nice yeah. as well that we both get comments um, that when either one of you are missing away from the show, there's uh, there's plenty of questions asking where you are, asking if you're, you'd stay away or, 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 or come back for good. Who knows? But anyway, let's, let's take us back to a uh, Sunday afternoon. It was the... Uh, a massacre in London. Noki, your take on Arsenal 5, Wolves 0. Do we have to? Yeah. Um, on the podcast before, I said Jacker and 3 0, but I didn't mean after sort of 15 minutes. I thought that might be the end of the game, but it was just. It was a dead rubber, wasn't it? It was a non event. They went stronger than I thought they probably would. I thought they'd rest a few and put some of the kids in. We made a few alterations, a few strange selections in our team, and. It just it just didn't work. They were at us from the start. They were all over us. We couldn't breathe. They squeezed us in midfield. They played through us. There was space down the flanks. I thought Saka absolutely tore us to pieces. They were just a lot better than we were, basically. But we didn't defend well. Every, every single goal was avoidable. And that's the most frustrating thing. I think if you're if a team rips you to pieces, if they tear through you, then you can kind of hold your hands up and say we, we've been beat by the better team but as good as Arsenal were they didn't really work for any of their goals we we just handed it to them they were all avoidable you look at the Jose Sar one that he's thrown into his own net the poor defending for the cross balls that when we've allowed Xhaka to cut back inside on his left foot and he scored one and, and probably we got away with it at 5-0 in all honesty um, it, it's, it sums up what's been an atrocious away season for us and I mean, what was it, two wins all season? I think it's our lowest ever goal-scoring horde over the course of a season since we've been back in the Premier League. So just really, really poor. And, and we got what we deserved, in all honesty, which was a bit of a hiding. I mean, you mentioned it before off-air, Tyler. Um, you mentioned how many goals we'd score this season. Um, Wolves aren't going to keep getting away with that. You've We've got away with a defensive midfielder and a centre-back coming in that's pretty much saved Wolves' season in the form of Lamina and Dawson combined with the manager picking the games he thought he could win and that saved Wolves, but they're just not going to keep getting away with not scoring any goals. No, I think it's 31 we finished on, um, lower than Southampton, I think. You say we're not going to keep getting away with it, but it's about two or three years now where it's been in the 30s. Um, you can't put your finger on it, can you? I mean, we've talked about you know the strikers and overall the, play, the wide players aren't as good as we think they are, but... Collectively, as a team, you score more than 31, don't you? From your central midfielders, your wide men, your strikers, even your centre-backs. We just we just power up, aren't we, when we go forward? And that's got to change, isn't it? I think that's my priority area for the squad. Um, but it's not the only problem area, is it? Let's be honest. So I think we know what we're going to come on to in a minute when we look at the squad. But we seem to say it every year. It's the biggest summer we've ever had. And it's like... I don't think we should be saying that every single year. <laughs> There's got to be yeah. some stability, some forward planning and some you know, decisions being made that, that work in the long run. As you also mentioned, Tyler, we, we, we've also discussed in terms of the team selection that the players that came in weren't 
reserve players. They're not kids that come in. They are experienced, experienced pros. But but Noki, I, I tweeted about it after the game. And it had a really good reaction, and lots of people agreed. I don't think anyone disagreed with it. And the people were thinking about it and more angry at the manager for doing it because fans had gone to the away end. But did it feel to you like it was a team selection that the manager was making a point to saying, "This is what I have. This is what we've got going forward. It needs investment." Or do you think people get will just genuinely get in a game? I mean, is Jimenez going to be there next season? You, you probably assume not. So, why would you stick him in in that case? I think maybe it was a he felt a bit guilty after last week against Everton that he didn't give him a run. Um, I think there was definitely a message in there somewhere. I think there was a this is what we've got. This is how much we've got reserve team wise. If we lose our top players, which the rumours are we could do to to fund a bit of a, a transfer splurge in the summer this is what we're left with and it's just clearly not good enough. So I think there was a mix of both. The season was dead for us, wasn't it? We, we weren't going to move anywhere regardless of the results. So I think there was a case of let's have a look at a couple of them. Let's give Jimenez a, a send off and we'll just have a, a little, a little see if maybe there's anything there, anything left in there that we could use next season. But yeah, I do think there was a message in there, but predominantly I just think he was, he was playing with the squad. I mean, it, it's quite a hard message to send out because like me and many others, we, we went to watch the game. We paid our money. You pay your travel, you pay your food, you pay your drink. And I mean, looking at back it from a player's point of view, as Tyler said before off air, this, these are still professionals that are going to give a performance. But 5-0 probably flattered Wolves in the end because they came again and again. It was wave after wave. Don't get me wrong. Saka is a wonderful footballer and he'd get in pretty much any team at the moment. He'd probably even be flirting with a start at Man City. He has been that good this season. However... It shouldn't be that easy to walk through a team again and again and again. But you say that, though, but look at where they are in the league. I mean, they're second. They could have won the league if they hadn't have had a wobble the last few weeks of the season. We are where we are because we're not a very good side and they're a lot better than we are. So, yes, we could have done better, especially in, with you know most, if not all, of the goals. But they're still a much better side than we are and, and they've got the ability to do that. We all look back at the Nuno days where we used to give teams like this a game those days are long gone now we just turn up and get beat so we could have done better than we did but the reality is they are far far in advance of us which is why we took a bit of a tonking do you do you think that would you say tyler that Nocky's cutting wolves a little bit of slack or he's knocky right hands and, and you can understand as well the last away games were 6-0 2-0 so you've lost what 13 nil in three games i'd say that's like me one team going into the premier league I think it's disgusting, to be honest, you know, whether or not there's anything on the games or not. <clears throat> like you said, Ryan, people pay, people travel. To lose three games away from home, 13-0, can't really remember a shot in any of the three games either. It's not good enough, is it? You know, you can dress it up how you like. And I think that was the point I was trying to make to you. Even if he's made changes, these are our first team players. You know, Collins, Gomez and Jimenez, like it or not, the three people he brought in are our first team players. So it's just not acceptable, is it? I think, yeah, Nocky might be being a bit kind, but I think you hit the nail on the head at the start, Ryan. I think he chose the games at home to get the points in, and I don't think he really gave them monkeys that, about anything else, really. Well, that's that's the point. We, when we talked about that off air, as we were just sort of warming up for the show, what, what was me and Tyler were talking about was it, it feels like the manager, I don't think you caught this when we, when we were talking before, Noko, it feels like the manager looking at the performances has targeted specific games that he knew Wolves could win. I mean, the difference in application, desire and and the way to affect a game was different against Villa, Spurs, Chelsea, Brentford. These games were taken on in games it looked like 
and he believed. The team looked like they believed. The manager believed they win. But in the games that we've lost, it's been a clear loss. It's, cl it's clearly second best at United. Spanked at Brighton. Spanked at Arsenal. It's not like no, like it's not a switch you can you can flick on and off, but it's almost like the manager was targeted. Right, I don't believe we can win this game. Don't get injured. Don't get sent off. Take our beating and then win the next game. Granted, this was a bit different because it was the last game of the season, but it just feels really strange. And it, they, they're looking at the pattern, they do feel targeted. Yeah, I mean, you took my comments as being kind. They're, they're not being kind. I'm basically saying that we're awful and we're not good enough to win those games. That's, that's the <laughs> yeah, but that's the politest I've heard you in two years. I've heard you in two years. It's not a case of being kind. We're just that bad. And <laughs> yes, we've we've you know we would have targeted certain games, but before he come here, we hadn't won an away game all season, and we only managed two after he arrived. So clearly, there's a problem away from home, which has been a lot longer than than Julian Lopetegui at the club. And you have to target those games. Every team who's in the position we're in will stay up at home. You don't stay up on your away games; it's the home games that you've got to target. So, absolutely, he's gonna he's gonna challenge that. He's gonna try and make sure we put the points up at home. And then, if you get anything away from home, like we did at Southampton, like we did at Forest. Really, they're bonus points for a team in our in our position. So, yeah, you've you've got to go after certain teams. We went after Chelsea because we knew they were vulnerable. I don't think we went after Spurs. I just think Spurs couldn't hit a barn door, and we managed to pinch a goal and win it. Mm. Liverpool, we went after them. They were vulnerable at the time when we put three past them. Absolutely outstanding performance. But he's been intelligent in what he's done because he's targeted those games that are going to keep us in the division, and he's absolutely done that. So, away from home, when you're as bad as you are, you're not going to wave a magic wand and fix that. You're going to have to have a full pre-season, a rebuild to, to be able to do that. So I'd, I'm kind of not surprised that our fortunes didn't really turn around on the road. I agree with Tom. It's, it's unacceptable, the scores and the aggregate scores that we've had and the, the points tally that we've managed away from home. But he, he found his best avenue to keep us in the division and it's worked. Absolutely. And I'm sure... If we'd have been told uh, during his appointment, we'd have a 5-0, a 6-0 and a 2-0 and that would have been our away form at the end of the season. However, you'd be safe with three games left, despite being four points adrift. Whatever we say, regardless of the performances, he set out to what he's achieved, what he set out to do. So I am grateful for that. There are some worrying signs and concerns. However, it's a one-off 55-60% of a season with a specific job to do. Keep Wolves in the Premier League, move on. Let's see. It doesn't really matter about style of play. There's doesn't really matter about identity. Stop the rot. Keep, protect our investment. Keep this four hundred million pound investment at that price, and don't let it drop to a hundred million pound investment. So, well, if, when Yerry Mina puts Everton a goal up at, at their ground on his first game, if I'd have told you we get forty one points, you'd you know you'd have ripped me hand off for that, wouldn't you? Because it was mm. just never on the cards at that stage. So, you can dig deep into the away form, but that's stuff that you can kind of try and look at in the close season. He was just firefighting. It was just do whatever you can to keep us in the division. So you are absolutely right in what you're saying. It's not been good enough, but overall it's been an outstanding turnaround since he's come in. Absolutely. And despite the spankings at the end of the season, I think Wolves still finished eighth in terms of points um, in the, ta in terms of the table um, since his first game against Boxing Day, which is quite incredible that he's done that with this set of players, which is on the majority, not his. Um, let's move away from the Arsenal game. I think that's enough of that now. Um, first of all, uh, just a quick recap that you are listening and watching episode 66 of the Wolves Report with Mark Knott, Chris Tyler and myself, Ryan Lester. Um, 
the function I used this from was showing that it wasn't available on Facebook at the start. So anyone watching on Facebook that didn't get the beginning of the show, I do apologize, but the, uh, the StreamYard provider uh, wasn't talking to Facebook. Whether they had a, an agreement, a fallout about a new contract extension, I don't know. Hopefully that is resolved now. It is. If someone could drop me a message to say if it is or it isn't, um, I'll try and rectify, but I appreciate your patience. Um, let's move on to... Um, Moving on to the, the, the second segment of the show, um, I'm going to go through the squad um, in a, uh, a snog, marry, avoid format, but obviously not that in, in terms of keep, sell or loan. Now, Tyler's told me off air before he wants to sell everybody because he's throwing <laughs> his toys out and that's fine, but he will be a bit more constructive now, I'm sure of it. Now, um, starting off with the keeper, 30-year-old Jose Saar, um, where do we start with Jose? I mean, let's start with you, Tyler. I mean, none of us are professional footballers. You've played in goal a bit yourself, so you're probably the most qualified to talk about Jose. So I've been eight foot four. Um, great shot stopper, but when, that... he has his mo- when he has his moments like on Sunday, you start to, you start to question. Uh, I think in an ideal world, I'd sell him and look to upgrade him. However, I'm not sure it's a priority position for us. Um, He's saying that his distribution's woeful and he's throwing a few in. So I'm changing my mind as I'm talking. I think I'd sell him. So I think you could make him maybe make a profit on him. And I think you could buy a replacement. I think we played 7.5 million for him originally. I think you could buy a replacement that would be more than capable than he is. He's, he doesn't command his area. He doesn't come and get crosses. He's had, a, he's had an off-season, I think, by standards. There's rumours that his wife is or his partner's not happy here. So... It's one of them, isn't it? Again, if if that's going on in the background, it's maybe best to, to move on from him. So I don't think it's a priority position, but in an ideal world, I would sell him. Naki, Jose, sir. Yeah, been him, as far as I'm concerned. I think his distribution's awful. He's, he's given away so many goals, not just this season, but last season. And he kind of got away with it because he pulled off some absolute worldies. But if you can't do the basics right, you're putting us in trouble, aren't you? But the caveat to that would be... Are we going to have money to replace him? Because to replace goalkeepers isn't easy if you want to get the quality that we have. I don't think we're blessed with goalkeepers at Wolves at the moment. So it's not going to come from within, in my opinion. We're going to have to go out and buy. So where does that money come from? Um, but for me, I, I think he's too he's too dangerous. He frightens a lot of me every time he's got the ball at his feet. I just expect him to make a mistake. So if we can get rid of upgrade, we I think we absolutely should. And I think that if Lopetegui's still here, he want to as well. Yeah, I think so. I think the way, and I know it's frustrated fans, but you have to sort of embed the philosophy and he wants the keeper to be able to play at the back. Uh, and at the moment, um, you'd probably have to say, judging on them few games, Bentley's probably slightly better with his feet. I'm not saying Bentley's good with his feet, but I think he's better with his feet than Jose Sarr. Um, so for me, I, I agree with Tyler. It's not a priority position. Um, I think we need, uh, def- my priority would be to fix the goal problem at the end of the pitch, a left forward, a right forward and a striker, whether that's Fabio Silva or not, but a right forward and a left forward for me are the absolutely key. Just quickly to uh, Matea Sarcic, guys, um, had a loan at Stoke, got injured, valued at probably about £2 million. So I'm, I'm pretty sure we're all we'll probably going to cash in on him this season, at the pre-season. Yeah, I would. Sell for Sarcic then. Uh, yeah. Moving on to moving on to Bentley. Um, I don't dislike what I've seen. Um, I think he did okay in the games. He was... I mean, at Man United, at Old Trafford, he was fan- some of his, his shops were absolutely fantastic. Um, 
I think Wolves paid around 100 grand. He looks an absolute bargain for a backup keeper. He may be pushing, but for me, he's a solid backup if there's another keeper there. So I'm quite happy to keep Bentley. Yeah, as yeah, a number two, I'm more than happy with that. Um, flying through these, then. Now, this is the, fir- the first biggie that's going to sort of create a divide. Um, Max Kilman. Um, Max has probably played his best football for Wolves next to Craig Dawson. Um, that's what happens when you play with a, an experienced pro. So really, really interesting with Max. Left-footed English. Um, he's just turned 26. He can play football. He has been found out for a few mistakes recently, but that's football and that's the Premier League. Um, Tyler, Max Gilman. Uh, I'm keeping him for the reasons you've just listed. He's 26, he's left-footed, he's English. His best years are probably ahead of him. The counter-argument is that he costs nothing and if you get a £30 million offer, very difficult to say no to that kind of profit, isn't it? But What it does yeah. in terms of our, our money to spend then, it's, exactly. it's huge. But if you're asking me in an ideal world, as an English left-sided centre-back, name me a better one. I don't think you can, so I'm keeping him. Nucky? Um, I think I would keep him, but I think anything north of £40 million, I'd sell him. We ain't going to get forty for it. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I don't think he's a player we need to sell. But if someone comes in with a silly offer, I wouldn't be too disappointed if they sold him. But anything below sort of forty million, I don't think we should even consider because, as you said, he's left-footed, he's English, he needs an experienced player next to him. We've seen how good he is with Dawson, so I would like to keep him. Um, but the situation we're in, if someone did come in with silly money, um, you know, I mean, we say no one's coming in before to they came in 80 million for Harry Maguire, didn't they? So oh, yeah. it's not beyond the realms of possibility someone to come in with a big number for him if they think he's going to develop. But anything south of 40, I wouldn't I wouldn't even consider it. You know, obviously rates him. Sorry, Roy, he obviously rates him, doesn't he? He made him yeah. captain in those games where Nevis didn't play, and that was a bit of a surprise, wasn't it, for some? So here's one for you. Would you sell him for 40 then and buy Maguire for five? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I th- Johnny I th- Evans as well as a backup. But yeah, we'll be I, think- I, I, thinking this from a, a financial view, or you know, again, a long-term view. That, I'm, I'm, the- I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that I, 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 I like Max, and when he comes out of defence with the ball, Max is because he's such a unit. He doesn't seem, he doesn't look like he's quick. But when he's opening his legs up and he's gliding forward, okay. I mean, he scored that. He scored that goal pre-season. I mean, it's only pre-season, but the. Not many centre backs run the length of the pitch in, in Benidorm and, and bag one in when Nocky's had five points before the game. It was it was a glorious it was a glorious he tried it again against Arsenal, didn't it? But so it's a real tough one for me. I, I think from the financial situation that Wolves find them in, as Tyler said, if something forty or above comes in, I don't think we can afford to turn it down because we've seen that players like Dawson are out there for like for another year or two. Now we've been linked with um, the, is it Nacho from Real Madrid? Someone like that coming in that can play centre back or right back. If you're getting someone like that for nothing at the end of the season to, to come in, and Max is allowed to balance the allowed us to balance the books and strengthen other areas, I think it's a good business move. Um, Do you trust but, the recruitment though to get it right? That's another big question on all of these. Well, I, I, do, I do trust the new. I, I do. I do trust that. Um, uh, I, th- I can't remember. Is, I think is it, is it Frank? Is it Gary yeah. Gaffer? Gaffer. The the, the 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 window we've just had signing. The players that we have, I'm really happy with that window. There was, there's probably, there's probably yeah, one that's. You're looking at two, mate, that have worked realistically. Two out of six, if you ask me. Well, I, I, I would say Joe Gomez is a good signing as well. I know the two you're talking about, but I think Joe Gomez is definitely going to could. Yeah, the meme has been, been fantastic, and and Craig Dawson has been fantastic as well. 
So, um, and, and I think there's more to come from Kuna as well. It's a, it's a tough one. £40 million for me, I'm cashing in. Uh, let's move on. This is an interesting one. It's going to create some debate on the chat so I can see the, the opinions flying through on Twitter. Sorry, on YouTube and Facebook. Um, Connor Cody. Naki, you can start with that one. I'd sell him. I think he's a... He can play in a three at the back, but I don't see us going to a three at the back. I don't want us to go to a three at the back. Couldn't get in the Everton team, could he? He couldn't make any headway there, and that's a team that's really struggling. He's a leader. Um, he's an experienced player. He's, he's done brilliantly for us, and I haven't got a bad word to say about him. I just don't think he... I don't think it's a step forward bringing him in. I think it's a big, big step backwards. So if we can get you know, four million maybe for him, I'd, I'd be absolutely delighted with that. Well, we're kind of throwing ourselves under the bus, haven't we, really? Because with the five million we've said to Everton, who I believe it's the deadline tomorrow for them to decide whether they want him or not. Um, he's got he's Sheffield t- United written all over him, though. He, he has. I mean, I, I respect Connor Cody because he's led what he's been the most successful Wolves captain in terms of where we've been on the journey. However, I don't see where he fits in at Wolves unless they play at five at the back. I don't want the ex-Cub captain that's been loaned out that's sort of said it wasn't right and then he's been moved away to come back. I think that could be disruptive. I don't say he's disruptive. I think that could be disruptive to have your ex-captain. For me, I'm, I'm, I'm moving him on. Um, Tyler? Yeah, I thought I'll see that. Okay, um, just a quick one for this. I think there'll be another loan. He was only 22. Yerson Mascara currently playing the MLS. I'm not sure... I've seen enough of Yerson. Yeah, I think he needs. He had a terrible look with his calf and then his hamstring. I think we can all be agreed. Another loan out for Yerson, would you say, given in the Soldiers experience? Yeah. Easy easy one yeah, there. Um, I think this one's a no-brainer as well. Um, Tyler, Craig Dawson. Um, up, alongside Ruben Neves, Wolves' best player this season. Yes, I'm definitely keeping him. However, like I touched upon in the space the other night, if ambitions are to be a top-half team again, then... I'd be looking to upgrade on him. But yes, you're obviously keeping him. Would you say, though, he's probably the least... His position is probably the one we need to upgrade the least at this moment in time? Because he's not old. For centre-backs now, he's not particularly old. He's, he's, he's in, he's in yeah. the senior of his career, but he's never, he's never been quick. So we haven't got to worry about that. He's there to stop, block, lead and organise. So for, for me... He's the player I need to upgrade at the, at the moment, at this moment in time. He's the player we need to upgrade the least. Noki? Yeah. yeah, I agree. I don't see any reason you wouldn't want to keep him in your team. I get the ambition piece, but I also think that he's he'll offer us a lot more than just what he does on the pitch. I think that experience, the, what he can offer the other young players on and off the field, he's, he's going to be vital to us. So performances alone, I'm absolutely keeping him. And here's a, here's a favourite um, for Tylo. You can start off with this one, mate. Um, the Fridge, Toti, soon to be Portuguese international. <laughs> no comment. I'd sell him and I'd drive him out myself. Not a fan. Not a fan. No. I'm not a fan of footballers who can't play football. No. So. But yeah, you're all fans. Again, if you're not used to that by now, it's, it's, it's the, the same wrong sport. Role, isn't it? He, he doesn't get in any of the Premier League team. So why is he getting it ours? And um, yeah, I just I just don't see it myself. Like I said, he's like a wardrobe falling down the stairs, isn't he? Whenever he's got the ball. So I love his commitment. I love his. I'd have him around as a fourth choice centre back. Scored the winning goal against Aston Villa, mate. There's a poster in yeah, his yeah. bedroom of him. Yeah, but that that would be it. You know, I'm talking fourth choice centre back and. And that's him for that. But we have to remember at this moment in time, we're probably going to be floating around about doing what we're again now. And if we are doing that, and that's where we're at and restricted, he has to stay for me. Noki? Big profit, though. If you're not about the profit margin, cost nothing. It's going to be a Portugal international profit. Just to wind Tyler up, I'll keep him. Um, 
No, I'd, I'd look, I'd absolutely keep him, but not as first choice. I think if we're going to the season and he's our first choice left back or our first choice centre off, something's gone badly, badly wrong. But yeah, I, I'll, I'll keep him in the squad. I don't think he's done anything wrong. Um, he's not the most gifted player in the world, as we know, but I don't think he's done anything to get to get binned off. So for me, yeah, he stays, but nowhere near a first choice. You know, I would say though about Toto. Every time he's played, he's wanted it a lot more than some of those players that are there at the moment that have not been given it. He might be the most talented, but that guy will run for that badge. He will bleed that's for more that badge. Ref- that's more reflection on them, though, isn't it? Because you Yeah, that's true, but you have to praise their attributes, and, and he, he wants it. You've got to have a bit of quality at some point. And I'm with you, yeah. You know, you can't fault his commitment, his character. And he's come up trumps, a couple of assists, I think, goal mm-hmm. against Villa. Fair play to him. He's making the best of what he's got, so fair play to him. Absolutely. Moving on to a really interesting one. Um, in terms of looking at the, the transfermarket.com site, one of our most valuable assets in Ryan Aitnori. Really confusing footballer. He seemed to have not been favoured at all by Lopetegui. Um, had some minutes on Sunday. One of the most naturally gifted left-backs I've ever seen playing for Wolves. He pocketed Mo Salah twice in the, in, in the last few games, but seemed to be frozen out. I don't know if there was a fallout. I, I, I don't know. Um, Tyler, Ryan Aitnori. Uh, I'm keeping him because he's our best left back. Knocky. Okay. I agree, he's our best left back. I think he should be in the team. So I'm absolutely keeping him. It's a tough one. And, and with him as well, because Wolves only paid £10 million for him, they only went, only own 50% of his rights. So even if we did sell for 40 we were only getting 20 So essentially, if we sold for 20 we'd only get our money back. So um, it's not a huge bank balance riser. Um we get our money back on it for sure, but it's it's a really interesting one. I love Aitnori. I just think he's what he can do with his feet, twisting inside and outside. He's unique, um, and there's a goal in him, isn't there? There's a there's a, there's, a, there's an assist in him. I think I think there's plenty, but yeah. for whatever I mean, whether he gets a preseason, I don't know. Um, moving on to someone that's had better days at Wolves, that was probably the the best defensive left back I've ever seen at Molyneux, Johnny Otto, Nocky. I love Johnny to pieces, but I think he's got to go. Um, he's not going to get anywhere near that first team, is he? So it's not going to do him any good to stay. And it's not going to do us any good to be paying his wages. So for me, I'd thank him very much and uh, send him on his way. Oof. Okay. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, Tyler, isn't it? I mean, no. there's only so much sentiment you, you, you can have, but two cruciates. He's not the player he was. Wolves are probably going to get a small fee. And I wish him well in the rest of his career, but I don't see him being at Wolves anymore. Yeah, it's not a tough one. He goes, you know, it's 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 a real shame to see the level of performance that unfortunately he's, you know, falling down to. But he's out the door, isn't he? Yeah, you can't afford to carry players like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, I meant it's a tough one because I felt sorry for him, by the way. I wasn't saying it was a tough decision. I, 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 yeah. felt, I felt any player that's had a double cruciate that was as good as he was, he was so good on that side, right-footed left wing back, as Barely got skinned, got up the pitch. Probably the left, the best left back we've seen, like you said. Yeah, I think that, that so good. Praise you can give him, I think, to be honest. Um, moving on then to Hugo Bueno, uh, burst on the scene under Steve Davis, put a magnificent assist in for Dharma Troy away at Palace. That boy can cross a football. Had a tough game on Sunday afternoon against Saka, but we're talking about one of the most informed players in European football. Most fullbacks have a tough game against Saka. Um, Tyler. I'd actually loan him out, you know, for a season. I, I think he's just needs to probably learn his trade, toughen up a little bit somewhere, whether that's in, in this country or abroad. There's obviously a very talented footballer there, um, but I'd like to see him go on loan for 12 months 
um, and, and come back then because I think he'd be better for it. He hasn't really learned his trade as he's been thrown in from kids' football to Premier League football, and that's a tough transition. So I personally would send him out on loan. Yeah, he's for me, Noki. He's he's not quite as flamboyant as Ain't Nori, but you can see he's that kind of similar left back. He's got a stepper over him. He can get to the byline. He can put a ball in. There's definitely a future. I mean, Hugo Bueno now he's he's not 21 till September the 18th. He's got years ahead of him. So if I mean whether Tyler would sacrifice having Toti as our left as our left back backup if it meant Bueno going out on loan, maybe that's a compromise. What are your thoughts, Nocker? Um, I'd keep him as second choice personally. I think if we we're not going to be blessed in finances this year, so we can't bring anyone in to replace him. So I'd be looking at him and Eight Nuri fighting for that left back spot, and having him behind him might make Eight Nuri a better player as well because of the challenge in each other. You know that they're pretty close. So I wouldn't personally be looking to loan him out, but I wouldn't be against it if he did go. I mean, looking at that position there, if you've got Eight Nuri, Bueno, and Toti, that's left back isn't a position we need to be worrying about, surely. That's one position where there is there is options. And if if you're playing against a superior team when you just want someone to stop in, Toti Gomez doesn't get skinned. Granted he doesn't play loads of football, but he doesn't get skinned. Against a team you'd expect to beat, you'd want more than one of the more flamboyant left backs in. So Yeah, but if you if you were to loan Bueno out and then Eight Nuri gets smashed and we don't generally put recall options on our loans, you're stuck with Toti for the season, aren't you? And, as much as we've had the conversation that we like him, I don't think you can rely on him for a long-term fix. Um, and going to our next left-back, Ryan Giles. Um, brilliant season at Middlesbrough. And again, that guy can take a free kick. He can cross a football. I'm not sure Ryan Giles will be at Wolves next season. I think there's an opportunity there to cash in. Um, really good footballer. Had a great season at Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough overachieved. Um, I've, and the games I've watched Middlesbrough, I can't say he's been brilliant. I definitely can't say he's been bad. But the guy can, looks like he's all right defending and he can definitely cross a football. Um, interesting predicament for Wolves. But if Wolves can get five million, that's that's free money off the uh, off the, the FFP. Nocky? I'll cash in. Um, I think he's a decent player, but I think he's a decent championship player. I haven't seen enough of him to really make me think he's going to make it at the next level. So I think he'll have a go in the Premier League at some point, whether that's with Borough or somebody else. But for me, I think if we could get five million for him at this stage of his career, I think we'd be mad not to take it. Tyler? I'd actually like to have a look at him, you know. I'd like to have a look at him in pre-season. He's got, I think, 11 assists and 12 assists in the last two seasons from left-back. Outstanding numbers. If he wasn't our player, you'd be looking at him as an option, wouldn't you, potentially, on stats alone? Um, yeah, I think I'd like to have a look at him. Depending what happens, you know, if, say, Aiden Orley was to go, and again, it's not loads of money to replace it, there's a chance he's back at left-back, isn't there? But I'll get your argument as well, boys, if there's a, a decent offer comes in, it's all profit, isn't it? So, um, But I'd be inclined to have a look at him, I think. See what he's about. Yeah, he could definitely cross the ball. Oh, oh, the one thing I'm not sure that he's got, I don't think he's got the engine um, that Ain't Nori or Hugo Bueno have. I don't think he's got that explosive burst of pace, that lollipop over the top to go. Um, but he might not, but we loved Chukino, didn't we? Because he got it out of his feet and he whipped it in. Yeah, kept it kept it simple. I don't bother about lollipops and if they're putting the ball in the right areas. Uh, yeah, fair, very fair point. Uh, moving on to... Uh, Recently signed a new two-year extension as Wolves activated his clause. Nucky's favourite, Nelson Samedo. Nucky. I've never said a bad word about Nelson Samedo. Never said he's you great. did. Um, <laughs> not on any of He's one of them that you think you could get a decent fee for. So, 
I think if we could get 25 million for him, I'd probably sell him. In honesty, whether we get anywhere near that, I don't know. But um, you mean- it's such a difficult one, isn't it? Because you've got to replace these players. You can't just get rid and, you know, you're going to spend a similar amount of money to bring somebody in. And I think overall, generally for the season, I don't think he's been bad. I think he's had a decent season. So, but I do look and think if, if the financial fair play issues that we've got, you know, if, if everyone's being transparent and, and honest about it, He's one of the players you think could raise some revenue without too much of a hit. I think we get 15, 20 million tops, mate. I don't see us well, getting any more If that's than the that. case, I probably wouldn't bother, to be honest, because you're going to spend more than that on replacing a decent right back, aren't you? So if that's the case, I'll keep him. But anything sort of 25 up, I'll be tempted. Now, I, I might be wrong, Tyler, but I have the real feeling that it's it's a bit. there's a bit of the Benicophobies about this two-year extension. I feel Wolves have got activated the two-year clause to protect their asset, to get him so he's worth something. Now, there's lots of Benfica talk. There's talk of Roma as well. Two very decent football clubs that are playing European football next season. I think one that's probably in the final, Roma in the final this year. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't dislike Samado. I think he's improved. I just think he's... When he makes a mistake, it's a proper mistake. But he, 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 he doesn't doesn't do a, doesn't do them half measures. I don't dislike Nelson, and as I said on on socials, there's other areas I want to prove, improve before right back. If you could say you can have a brilliant right back, or you can have a brilliant new right forward. I'm taking a right forward all day long. Wolves need to prioritise the top end of the pitch. That's not saying I don't want a new right back. I do, but I, I want to prioritise the business end of the pitch before. Um, before signing him. I think there'll be some business with Benfica and him um, and Goncalo Geds as well. I think there'll be something going there. I don't know if it's player exchanges, but I don't think Wolves have extended to keep him. The challenge you've got is if you sell him, you then need to buy two. Because we haven't got got the looks we've got left back where you've got potential options. We've got, what, Hoover, who we probably don't think is up to it, and the young kid... Lemberg-Seeker, who's going to need a loan. So if Samado goes, you've got to buy two with that money straight away. So yeah. Unless you get a good free transfer in, are you, are you any better off? It's all I'd say. Yeah, Lemberg-Keese has already been, I think it's already been said, he's looking for a championship loan next season. So um, we, I think that's already come out of the club. That's all, that's, all, that's all that come out of the club. Um, moving on to, as you mentioned then, uh, Kijana Hoover, Noki. Um, someone that seems to have had their issues application-wise attitude-wise, that's been the word, I don't know for a fact, but that's been who, and then obviously left Holland to come back, I don't think they were overly keen on him, but he seemed to have found himself at Stoke, seen a couple of his highlights, he scored a couple of belting goals for Stoke, um, really, really interesting going forward, got pace, but every time I've seen him for Wolves, he's, he's not really impressed me. No, he's never impressed me either, I'd sell him, um, I think after the the last few months he had with Stoke, I think he's probably upped his value a little bit. I don't think we'll get back what we paid for him, but I think we could get a decent whack of money for him. So th- there's clearly an attitude problem there. There's a lot of people don't seem to like him in the game, which is usually a bit of a red flag. Um, so, yeah, for me, cash in. Yeah, I agree. Um, another one um, who I believe is going to be on his way out shortly is uh, Dion Sanderson. Can play right back, can play centre back. Um, very athletic, very strong, decent amount of pace. Probably a better athlete than he is a footballer in terms of looking at stuff at the Premier League. Well liked at Blues. It's rumoured Wolves want two million. It's also rumoured Blues will probably pay that, not Tyler. Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? I think he's 23 now. I think he'd be knocking on the door if he was going to make it at this level. So, yeah, take two million and put it somewhere else. Absolutely. Clean sweep, Knocky. 
Yeah, but we had this conversation earlier, didn't we? And for me, I, I just think for an English centre-half who's got a little bit of experience in the Championship now, the fee just seems a little bit low to me. But again, he's not really, he's kind of proven he's not going to make it in the Premier League, I think. So that's probably about right in all honesty. But if we could eke another million out of him, I think that'd be better for us. Yeah, it seems mental that you'd only would only sell Conor Coney for three million more than Deion Sanderson. That to me is mind blowing business from Wolves. But as we've seen with business in the past, it doesn't seem to make any sense. But I, I mean, I wish Deion all the best at Blues. It seems like he's well liked there, so I hope that works out well for him. Um, interesting one. Um, it's um, I don't even know how to say his name. Ben, Bendigas Bola. Um, I think he's been on loan at Grasshoppers this season. Um, I think he's an interna- I believe he's an international as well. I think he did. He come on against England. Um, uh, yeah, he, he came on. Um, again, I think this is one of those players like Campara that Wolves have made an investment in to make a profit on. And if it comes good, great. We've got a player. If not, we make some money. Um, I think he'll be gone in the summer. And again, probably two, two and a half million guys. What are you saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I don't. I don't. I think very similar to Campara. Like you said, he was never bought into play for the team. He was bought in to turn a quick profit on. So I think he'll go. Uh, this one's going to bring a tear to my eye and it might even make Tyler... Im- no, it won't. Uh, Ruben Neves, um, I think we've almost accepted it's inevitable um, that Ruben will be moving on. Um, and there's not many players you say about this when they've left the club. And I know you guys feel a bit different, but I genuinely wish Ruben the best. I want him to win trophies, um, whether that's at Barcelona, not in England though, anywhere else. I-, I want him to do well. I saw there's different talk of 40 million, 25 million Um it looks like Wolves need the money. It looks like Barcelona don't have any money. It's it's a really tricky predicament. Now, we're, I'm saying sell because I think it's time he went. I think it's time Wolves Wolves need some money. So, it's yeah, it's, it's a real, real tough one. I believe, according to reports, he's, he's agreed his contract for a four-year deal at Barcelona. It's just a matter of now how how that fee is agreed. Noki, I know you've got some opinions on, on this in terms of, of cash and exchanges, so the floor is yours. No, I mean, I, I don't begrudge him a move. He's he's too good for us, in all honesty. We're absolutely going to feel it when he goes. Uh, but I want money. I don't want players because Barcelona are horrendous to negotiate with. We'll end up with some with some pretty poor players, in in all honesty. Uh, they don't give you someone that they're going to get decent resale value for. So for me, yes, he can go, um, but I want cash. And ideally, somebody else comes in. There's talk that Liverpool were looking at him. So if we get a little bit of a bidding war in, maybe that gives us a bit of power. But if they're the only team looking at him... It, you know, it puts us in a predicament, really. But I don't want players for him. I want money. Yeah, Red Victor says Barcelona paying 50p a month for the next two and a half million years. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Red Victor. <laughs> um, Tyler, it's a tough one, but I think now's the time's right. Do you agree? Yeah, I think so. I think it's time to move on, isn't it? And I'm with you. I'm not interested in players that might come this way that don't want to be here. I'd rather have the money. I think we'll do well to get 30 million with the state of his contract where we're at. But that can probably buy you two or three good players, can't it? So, Yeah, and I think as well it's important how we get this money. Um, I don't want a yacht of payment from Liverpool when they're paying over five or six years. I want the money up front because that money, how it's paid, affects how we, I believe, how affects how we can spend it. We don't want a staggered payment over that time. We want the money up front so we can spend it. I believe, if, I'm, if I'm wrong on that, please correct me. But I believe if we're having it over six years, it will affect us more than it would if we're having it up front. Um, I don't know why he's on the, in the order of this tier, but Nathan Collins has come in. Maybe it was his shirt number. Um, I don't think I mentioned Nathan earlier on. Um, started the season really well. Um, he looked pretty assured. He looked, oh, and Max have got a, a partnership here, but it sort of died off and he struggled. And 
he's not been great in the last few games he's come in. Great attitude, still very, very young. Um, for me, I think he's a keep. I'm not going to sell him. Um, I don't think we've got enough to loan him, but um, not okay. Yeah, young kid, I think he'll get better and better, so I'll keep him. Tyler? Yeah, I think so. Just on the Neves point, sorry, the, I think the main thing is with that, it's done quickly. The last thing yeah. you can afford is this to drag on over the summer. It needs to be done quickly, doesn't it, with Neves? But sorry, yeah, back to Collins. Potential there, isn't there? And he's 20 years old, so yeah, you keep him. Interesting point here with the Neves thing. I've gone backwards and forwards, but a great info from still with the Barca can't aggregate Neves money. It's the fee for one year's books. So, so regardless of what they pay, then it comes, um, it, it comes on. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah, appreciate that still with her. Thank you for your contribution. Um, moving on now to uh, one of my players of the season, Mario Lamina. Um, him and Dawson, as well as Lopetegui, have been the key players for keeping Wolves in the Premier League. I like Mario. Doesn't hide. Puts a reducer in. That's why Nocky's got a bit of a crush on him, um, and a really good bit of business. Is he the player to take Wolves up and beyond? I don't know. I'm not sure Wolves are going to be going up and beyond anytime soon, Tyler. Oh. But I'm a big fan of Mario Lamina, and for for nine million pounds, he looks like it looks like a really good bit of business. Uh, yeah, and no, I think he, he does a job, doesn't he? But I do think he's fairly limited in that job that he does. So, like you said, if ambition is twelfth, fourteenth, yeah, you keep him all day long. If you're looking to kick on, I don't think he gets in many top half Premier League teams. So I'm keeping him on that basis. But, you know, again, is he a long term option? No, I think, I mean, we can only look at next season, can't we? Because we're all worrying about, we don't we don't know where the manager's going to be. Or not. We're in this position every year. Yeah. Every year we're in this position about a massive overhaul. So, you know, at some point you've got to start Steadying it down a bit, haven't you? But yeah, you keep him, obviously. Nocky, the reducer. I think he's great. I think he's had a fantastic season. Of course you I do. He's a, I, I do. I, th I think he's a really, really good player. And we say he's limited. You need someone to do that. Claude Makaleli was limited. I mean, I mean, he played that role. So did so Zangalo Kante. He doesn't score your goals, but he does a really solid job in that area. And I think can't every team needs He's the same sort of player, though, isn't he? You no, he's not. He, no, he's, 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 no, he's not putting him in the same bracket, but he's, he's the, I mean, he, he said that in that interview with Fraser. He said, I win the ball and I pass it. He knows his job. But what I do like about him, though, Tyler, unlike Neves or Matinho, if he's got 10 yards in front of him, he'll push it past his man because he's got the engine to do that. I, I do like that about him, that he's, he's, he's got some up, up and go. So, yeah, I do like him. We've fallen off the cliff here, boys. If you're liking footballers that can run 10 yards, look how far we've fallen. <laughs> that's all we've that's all we've got. Um you are listening to episode sixty-six of the Wolves Report with Mark Knott, Chris Tyler, and myself, Ryan Lester, currently analyzing the squad for next year in a buy keep um sorry, <laughs> buy them, keep, sell or loan format. Um we haven't talked about Matinho, Adama or Costa because they're all out of contract. Uh and I'm pretty confident they'll that'll stay that way and they'll move on. So um Adama, I'll miss him. I wish we could keep him. He's the one player I could. Costa's played his part. Uh, and Matinho, up until Neves took the baton, was the best centre midfielder or player I'd ever seen for Wolves. And I'm sure you guys agree with them sentiments as well. Um, moving on to the second page of the squad. Well, there's not, not so much to go now. Bubakar Traore had a bit of a bad injury. Um, looks like he's got something for the future. I think he's going to be a squad player next year. Nocky. Yeah, he's looked decent when I've seen him. He scored a really good goal against Leeds. So I think there's more to come from him. I'd, I'd be keeping him. Tyler? Yeah, he's made a glass, isn't he? But you're keeping him, I suppose, yeah. 
moving on to a youth player we pinched from Man City, Joe Hodge. Again, for me, this is a loan. He's 20 years old, not 21 till September. Uh, very tenacious. I think in a game against Forest earlier in the season, when Wolves were sort of holding on the end, he absolutely clattered someone. It was a, a mature tackle and a move to slow the game down when Wolves were holding on to the game. So a lot of respect for Joe Hodge, but I think he needs first team football. Like loan guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wolves lump summer lump sum signing last year. Matthias Nunes played most of the season out of position. Plays slightly better on right midfield than he does left. Probably one goal. He has one goal of the season. Got an assist the game after, but has flattered to deceive in more occasions than he's played well. Um, Tyler. I don't know. There's something telling me that he's a player. Um, so I'm probably keeping him. You, you've got to get an offer of 40, 40, 45, 50 million to break even. I just don't see that coming in. So I think we'll end up keeping him anyway. Um, how much does he want to be here is the question, isn't it? That's all I'd say. But I think if Neves goes, I'm keeping Nunes. I'd, I would question that I've never seen Matthias Nunes hiding or not trying. He I th- he comes off and he gets subbed and he's, he's absolutely done. He runs himself into the grounds now. It's hard to play a centre midfielder left or right, but because he's blessed with a decent amount of pace, he has played left or right because he can he can put that shift in. Oh, like you, Tyler, I would love to see him playing centre midfielder next to Mario Lamina or Joe Gomez. I, I would like to see him there. So one, one of those two hold and let him pick the ball up from deep and go like he was doing at Sporting Knocker. Yeah, I'm keeping him. I think that without Neves, you'll see a much better version of him next season. He'll be the... I think it'd be the main man in midfield. So there's definitely more to come from him. And as Tyler said, you know, unless we get 60, 70 million for him, which we're absolutely not, then we're not going to turn any kind of profit. We'll just make our money back and we've then got to replace him again. So for me, yeah, he, he stays. And I think he's going to be worth a lot more this time next season. Uh, moving on to Joe Gomez, £15 million signing um, over the winter. Loves a reducer. Neat and tidy on the ball. Um, maybe the heir to Neves thrown uh, eventually, but um, I think there's a real good bit of business done from there from Wolves, Tyler. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's one player that I do actually quite like. And um, I know, I've ne- I've ne- like I said, I've never seen anyone win the ball back like he does, ever. And I think if you can put him there with a couple around him, I'd, yeah, I think he's got the potential to be top drawer, hasn't he? So... He, he's, he, he's he's 100%. He's one of the, he's probably one of the two that I would 100% keep. Noki, he's... Joe Gomez seems to me, and no disrespect to Mario Lamina, the ideal partner for Matthias Nunes who could pick the ball up from... The, the one that wins it back, takes it, and gives it to his teammate that can drive forward, that can open the team up. That partnership could look good. So you're not playing Lamina then, no? I might play, three, play in the three, mate. Who knows? You've only got that all season, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't um, see that. Yeah, we've seen flashes of of what he can really do. I mean, the goal at Southampton was top draw, and he just has moments where you look and you think this is a really, really talented player. He's a young lad. He's he's still probably settling in England as well. So, I think we've got an absolute bargain here. I think he's going to be absolutely sensational for us. So, yeah, no brainer. We keep him. I'm just going to uh, quickly go over these, and I think we're all going to agree. Um, Luke Hundle, um on loan at Swansea, celebrated a goal against Albion. Um, new contract, where do you want your statue? But another loan for Luke, I think, for next year with the best. Um, Bruno Jordao, um, 
been away on loan again this season. I would imagine he'll probably be sold. His contract runs out 2024. Uh, and also, um, Heo Kwabi, uh, I don't know if there's a deal been agreed for him to move on anyway. But um, again, I think there's like million and two million pounds here and there for them too in a loan for Lucum. You guys on the same page with that? All good. Um, yeah, agreed. Mo- moving on to our top scorer this season. Um, a man that's capable of a moment of magic at any point in the game, but equally frustrates you with flicks, drag backs and attempted nutmegs that, that don't work. Daniel Pedence, top scorer, doesn't look like now, despite being the match saver at Forest and then all that sort of allegations against him that were he was found innocent. He seems to have fallen off a cliff since then. Um, for me, £20 million, pounds, I'll take that and reinvest it. All day long, yeah, sell it. Not well, clearly. I like him, but I'm selling him because I'm selling all the forwards. So he's a talented player. Um, clearly, Lopetegui doesn't doesn't fancy him, and we're dismal in the attacking areas. So we need to be ruthless <laughs> now, I think, and he's he's got to go as well. Uh, Ricochet says he'd take ten million for Pedence. I'd like twenty. I know. Uh, the thing is, with Pedence, I think he'd struggle with twenty million. I've got to be honest. Million, Fifteen best case scenario, but if you can get ten, I think you'll have done well. The thing, the thing is with Pedence, as we say all season, he's infuriating with the little tricks and the dummies. But he's at least, you know what, I'll credit him. He's always prepared to try it, no matter what stick he gets. And it's it's stuff like that that opens up a game. So, yeah, and Rick again said he's not a team player. And you're probably right. So, for me, I would love to be proven wrong, but I'm, I'm going to cash in. Um, someone that was really unfortunate last year with the preseason with a horrendous tackle, Chiquinho, very direct bit raw, but the guy, the guy can cross a ball. Um, if you're playing with a six foot seven, six foot eight centre forward, um, you want someone that can cross a ball, Tyler? I liked him, yeah. It was a long time ago now, wasn't it? But that cameo towards the end of last season. Chelsea think, away. Yeah, I touched upon him earlier. He, he does the simple things. He gets out his feet and crosses it. I think he ended up with three assists. Was it something bonkers like that? So, oh yeah, you definitely keep As long as he can obviously get himself back to a level... You're definitely keeping him. Will you have to go out and load? Maybe. I don't know. But it'd be good to have a look at him pre-season. Absolutely. Knocky. Yeah, I mean, what do we pay? Three million for him? You, know, you wouldn't get that back now, would you, after the injury? So I don't think you'll see much of him next season. I think it's probably going to be the season after when he's he's had more time to fully settle in and maybe have a few games somewhere else that you'll see him at Wolves. But yeah, I'll definitely keep him. I think um, he's someone that will probably benefit from alone um but as we're so thin on quality with wide forwards he might he might get minutes at wolves i don't know but uh yeah uh probably for me it's alone if we make the correct signings to allow us to have a good first team squad someone that's had that kind of injury that's put you a year out of your career you need minutes to build your lungs your legs and your confidence yeah, back up so alone um difficult one here um i feel really sorry for him pedro neto uh, bad knee injury um then an ankle injury He's just not been the same. He was, I mean, he was t- tenacious as anything as you like against Aston Villa, pressing, celebrating tackles. I absolutely love that. But pressing is not going to win your football match. He's quality, creating creating assists and scoring goals. And we haven't really seen him do much of that, Knocker. Yeah, I'd sell him. I think we've probably got an opportunity to get a bit of money for him now because there's still a thought process that there's a top quality player there. So I think someone will pay decent money for him, but he's not going to make it. I've thought for a few years, he's probably not going to be good enough and the injuries haven't helped. So if we get a chance to sell him and make some money, I absolutely would. I've seen a few on the Arsenal chat sites that are taking for their squad. So yeah, if you're still interested with that 40 million lads, um, give us a call. Um, Tyler, Pedro Neto. Same as Doku, yeah. Go on. 
Yeah. Um, again, with all these opinions, uh, I'm sure the boys will be the same. We would be delighted to be proven wrong. Um, I want every player to be successful at Wolves, but we're here to give an opinion on it. I don't know some people are agreeing and disagreeing, but if you're not delivering, you're a wide forward. Like with all our wide forwards, your job is to create chances for others or score goals yourself. And if you're doing neither of those, then it's time to look at other forwards. So, yeah, for it's me, if the offer was right, I'm cashing in. So again, it's not worked for three years, has it? So there comes a point where you can't keep thinking this player's going to be good. If he avoids injury, well, it's not going to happen because players, A, don't avoid injury. You get your players who, you know, just consistently get little niggly injuries that affect them and the rest of them just aren't scoring goals for us. So we, we've gone round this whole, the way Wolves fans attach themselves to players and, you can't, can't help it, it, mate. We're humans, you, you, gotta, you know. Yeah, yeah, but you've got to be ruthless. If they're not good enough, they're not good enough. And we're at that stage now where we cannot afford to get this preseason wrong because if we do, we're going to get down. So we've got to be absolutely ruthless now for me. The butcher with a bit of brutal honesty at 52 minutes into episode 66 of the Wolves report. It is one that knock your like. Pablo Sarabia. Oh, my. Is there a firing squad option on there or is it just the keeping <laughs> Um yeah, for me, I'll, I'll get rid. I think he's probably on really high. He's one of our high earners, I would assume, with the fee that we bought him in for was only five million. So I think he's probably on really good wages. Um, I've seen nothing to think he's going to get any better for us. I know that Tyler likes him, um, but for me, he's got no pace. He can't beat a player. He, every so often, he'll do something half decent, but again, he's not going to be beneficial for us. And keeping on the keeping hold of him on the sentimentality piece that well, he got loads of assists at his last club. He might do all right for us. Nah, I've been him. Carl Whitehouse says he's sell the player we not thought we thought he was going to be the player we thought he was going to be and I, and, and I agree um, I think there's a very technically gifted football that's sort of more sorted to European football than he's here on with Tyler I think there's a good player but I don't think he suits Wolves or the Premier League probably the, probably agree with that Tyler no I'm keeping him oh yeah well yeah he's one of the few footballers that can actually play football he can get into space he can make stuff happen he's got a good touch you're right it might not be suited to this league but he can play football, so that's like my first remit for anybody. So I'm probably with Nocky. I think he'd probably will go back to like a Spain or Italy. Where and we're going to get our money back and probably make a profit on this guy as well. The slower, the slower pace might suit him. I don't know. I like him. I think he's all right. But... There's, there's no question in my mind that guy can play football. I just think he's a little bit lightweight for the Premier League so far. I have to be proven wrong. Um Someone that came to Wolves that didn't want to be here, um, had a good season away at Benfica, Giancarlo, Geds, Tyler. Um, Move on to the next one, not interested. Souls, Nucky. Yeah, I don't want players who don't want to play for my club, so get rid. That was the easiest one. Uh, now, an interesting one again, as someone that came with a good reputation but not a great injury record, um, Sasa Kalasnicac, um recovered. He's going to be looked at pre-season. Apparently, the manager likes him. Um, Tyler? Well, when we bought him, there was, I think it was Munich and Man United looking at him. So there was obviously a player there um, when he was at the peak of his powers. I think it would be unfair to not have a good look at him over pre-season, wouldn't it? And we've talked about we're not going to have buckets of money to spend. He's going to be a genuine strike option next season, isn't he? So I think you're keeping him. Absolutely. Nocky? Yeah, I mean, we, we, you know, what are we buying for? 15, 18 million, something like that. We're not going to get that back. Um, so regardless of... of the mistakes were made in signing him in terms of his medical when apparently he had an issue with his cruciate. I think you've got to give him a chance now, haven't you? So hopefully he can, um, you know, we can get a good pre-season under him. And, and I, I agree, I think there is a decent player there, but we've not seen enough of him to to really know at this stage. 
Absolutely. I'd like to have a look at him and hopefully he can stay injury-free. He's had a, bit, a few bad injuries, but um, hopefully he can be clear of that and we can have a good look at him. Um, next one might be a case of, if you don't want to be, we're not interested, but Fabio Silva, for me, has got all the attributes to be a fantastic footballer. He's gone away this season. If he wasn't a Wolves player and he'd done that, we'd be like, we wouldn't mind him if we if that player could come to us. We wouldn't mind that kind of player coming here. Um, does he want to be at Wolves? That's the big question. Um, he loved Rude, but Rude's now left, so he's not going to be his manager. So that may change things. And also, um, he hasn't worked with Lopetegui. So, uh, Noka, interesting one with Fabio Silva. Yeah, I mean, I think with the Guedes one, we know he doesn't want to be here, so we don't want him. Um, there's talk that maybe the comments from Fabio were, were taken kind of out of context. I don't know. I, I think there's a I think we should keep him. I think he'll do a good job for us next season. Um, I think he'll suit our system. But if he doesn't want to be here, Simon Guedes, get rid of him. You've got to have that conversation with him. If you don't want to be here, move him on. Absolutely. Tyler? Yeah, I'd agree. But I don't think we can go for another loan option. No, no, definitely not a loan. There's no, no point buying someone for 35 million. So I think today it's IX that have inquired about a loan because I think PSV aren't taking up any you know, option to have him again for another season. So we can't keep loading him out. Either no. he's sold and we move on from him, or like Mark says, he comes back and he's part of the squad. I'd like to see him and Kuna, I think we'd all agree there's oh, yeah. potential there. Um are we saying then let, let's say Wolves were to sell, what are we talking? 15, 20 million pounds is that what we're gonna get now? Twenty million for a young lad? You might get twenty million for him. Um but I don't think you'll get any more than that. So we're going to take a hit on it, aren't we? I mean, I, I think we should give him a go. Me from what too. I've seen, what I've seen of him, I think there is a player there. I think there's a. We're not talking about bringing in a Highland, are we? We're not going to. We don't want someone who's going to score thirty goals a season because that's not going to happen. But I think he's capable of getting ten, and I think well, there's 10 no would point, be a decent return for us. There's no point looking at the lad from Cov for twenty twenty five million. No, if Fabio's there. Exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, nothing is there, so. I think there's a real talent in Fabio. Now, I know I'm, I'm clutching at straws, but one of my favourite games last year was at home to Villa and, and he rang concert and Mings yeah. ragged in that first half. He showed potential and he, he bullied them. He was strong. He was mobile. And if that's the kind of performance that he can do on a regular basis, then Wolves will have a player in him. So for me, we keep, we have a look pre, have a look pre-season because if, if we want to buy a Premier League proven goal scorer in Wolves don't have the budget to buy hardly any players never mind one like that um, you don't you, you can't see any reason he doesn't get 10 goals for us next season can you I mean some of the goals he scored on his loans great have been, finishes have been really good finishes he looks like he can score goals and for me 10 this day and age a 10 goal a season striker that's that's enough for what we want to achieve at the moment yeah, I'm not going to go on to um, Matthias Kuna because obviously he's about to sign that's that's soon anyway so we're not going to sign him and then sell him straight back so that's done um not probably fulfilled his potential. Um, as you guys said earlier on, he's probably not a number nine. He's someone that wants to play with a nine in a two. I think he looks more of a player in a two, and I think we're all, all agreed on that, and he's signing anyway. Um, Huang Yi Chan. Now, apparently, there's a lot of interest in him in January. Wolves said no. It means there'll probably be more interest now. Um, as Tyler rightly said, and not being disrespectful at all, he's fantastic without the ball, the press, the squeeze, the tracking, uh, the intelligent runs in behind the centre-backs and in between the full-backs. He's very good. Um, but he, is he creating much or adding much from those wide areas? A couple of goals recently, respect that. Um, if he's part of the squad next season, that's fine. But equally, if Wolves could make a profit on Huang Noki, I'm taking it. Yeah, but we're going on a tour of career, aren't we? So there's not a chance you know we're going to sell him. So uh, I think he... <laughs> not until we get back. 
I mean, I'll, I'll get rid. I think the same with the rest of them. It's time to be ruthless. He's not going to score you enough goals. He's not going to make a major impact. So I'll get rid, but he's going to stay, I think. Tyler? I think you know my thoughts on hand. So, not interested. Um, and, and that concludes it then. Obviously, I talked about Jimenez. Um, he, Jimenez has one year left in his contract, but judging by his reaction um, at home, uh, the final home game against Everton, um, it just seemed like that's inevitable. And I think it's best for all and best for Wolves. I don't know how much of a fee they'll get for him now. Uh, I wish him well. Um, best number nine I've ever seen at Wolves at his peak. Um, really, really sad the way he ended it. Um, but but wish it, we're wishing well. Um, let's move away from some doom and gloom and we're looking at our sad squad. Let's move on to this week's episode of Who Am I? Uh, Noki v Tyler. Um, last week, uh, Daz wanted some background music. It worked well when I listened to it back, so we're going to do it again. Um, so here we go then. This week's episode of Who Am I? Uh, I have played for Marseille and Galatasaray. I've been sent off five times in my career. I've been teammates with Danny Alves. He's gone. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. He's you, can do by, you can do it by yourself, mate. We'll I'll do that. I've been, oh, no, it's, it's fine, mate. You'll be fine. I've, uh, I've been teammates with Danny Alves, Sammy Kadira, and Abamyang. What's the matter, is he? No. I've accumulated 51.25 million in transfer fees so far. <laughs> I have won Syria A twice and the Coppa Italia twice. This is this is why I wanted Tyler on for this one. Um, I've now played for three English clubs. What <laughs> I've represented France at under 21 level, but I play for a different international team. Sarabia? Nope. I have, won a, I have one assist this season, and that came via Leicester City. In the away game. Oh, God. I can see the goal, I can't You did the, the high name. press, mate. Palomina. It is. Now, now, the reason I picked that as well, because I knew Tyler was going to talk about Lamina playing before. He's won two Serie A titles at Juventus. So, the lad's definitely got something about him. He's back. Here we go. That's right, I've what done happened, son? As soon as, as soon as you hit the music button, it went off. Uh, mate. I've got them both, mate. I've got them in two, two guesses. It's uh, it was Mario Lamina, two Serie A titles and two Coppa Italias, Tyler. Good enough for Juventus, but not good enough for Wolves. Um, moving on to, <laughs> moving on to part two of who am I? I this is more like it, lads. This is our this is our region. <clears throat> I have played for Stockport and Wigan. Tony Dillon. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a cracking start. I left Wolves to play in the Premier League, where I scored six goals and provided four assists in thirty appearances. Quite Nope. I finished my career with 513 league appearances and 150 goals, the majority of which were for Wolves. Andy Much. Andy Much is the winner. Well done. Other, other clues were I've played for under-21s and England B. I helped Wolves uh, win Division 4-3 in the Sherpa Vans. I joined Wolves from Southport. 
I was included into the Wolves, inducted into the Wolves Hall of Fame in 2013, and I scored one hat trick for Wolves, and that was v Newcastle United. I really wanted you to stay on for that one, Tyler, because we had um, Mario Lamina, and I was desperate to tell you that he won something, um, and obviously he won in Italy. So, but anyway, it didn't work out. Um, let's have a look at the guesses. Players winning things all way, so. Uh, not a lot. Um, let's move on now. I mean, we are an hour and three minutes into episode 66 of the Wolves Report with Chris Tyler, who has rejoined us from his toilet break, Mark Nock yeah. and myself, uh, Ryan Lester. We have a couple of questions we'll get through um, and then that will be that. Here we go then. Um, we haven't talked about Lopetegui, but we can we can move on to it with this. Um, what is Julian Lopetegui's agenda? Genuinely looking for the best of Wolves or a reason to get a bigger job elsewhere? Great question, Richard. Um, Tyler, as you're had you had a break, you can have that one. Great question, isn't it? And I think we don't know, do we, is the honest answer. Um, if I'm honest, he's starting to rub me up a little bit at the moment. I think his press conferences are all doom and gloom, aren't they? And he's not really coming out and explaining why we're getting hammered every week. So he's starting to, um, to get on my nerves a little bit. I'll try and be positive and like to think he's trying to look after Wolves and I think he wants the best for himself to give him a chance of doing a good job but it wouldn't surprise me at all if bigger clubs were sniffing around him mm, Interesting um, Noka, your, your take on the situation at the moment, is it a game of chess, is he playing politics, is it tactics, what's he doing? I mean I think when he came here he didn't want to sit in a team that's going to be fighting relegation every season so he obviously expected a blame budget next season um, and with Tyler there's a kind of part of me that thinks he's he knows there's bigger clubs that are going to be looking for managers and then maybe now in the not too distant future. So I think he would like to stay at Wolves. I think he would like to build on what he's done. But um, if he doesn't get the money that he wants, he's going to walk out, isn't he? Yeah, it's an interesting one. I, I, I do think that team selection and the team selection before was a game of chess, showing the board indirectly. This is what I've got. This is what you've given me. Is this what you want next season? Uh, rightly or wrongly, I mean, I might be wrong, but um, that's the feel I was doing. Um what he was doing. Uh, Rob Rab Cooper asks, um, who do you highlight as the top five underachievers that should be moved on as a priority? Great question. Um, Noki, you can start us off on that one. Um, give us give us two each, boys, and I'll give you one. Uh, Sarabia and Neto. Oof. Sarabia's harsh. No, he's not. He's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> can't tell someone's underachieved if I've only given 10 minutes. Because he can't um, go on the pitch because he's rubbish. Yeah, all the others are keeping him out because of how good they are. <laughs> exactly. Underachievers. Oh, it's a good question. So I think underachievers is a different question. I think Nunes is underachieved massively. And I don't want him to move on that. Isn't, yeah. No, no, that's what I mean. So, it's, and then I think, I think, oh, I don't know. I sound like I've got an agenda for a safe wang, but I think he has underachieved. He came here with high hopes and I don't think he's lived up to them so maybe those two uh, my one would be um, Goncalo Geddes um, bad attitude oh, came oh, maybe maybe he was did as he was told with his agent and he came here but at least shows some interest I think he got one goal at Molyneux a couple of nice turns here and there but never really in for the fight and Wolves are going to probably take a massive loss hopefully his, his surgery goes well we can get some money back via some loans, some other transfers. Great question, Rab. Um, really appreciate that and your contribution to the Wolves report. Um, this is a great question as well. Um, Rich Warren asks, how the hell did we manage to finish 13th when we are so toothless up front and leak goals like a sieve away from home? Great question. Noki. 
I genuinely don't know. Every every stat, every performance tells me that we should have been relegated. I look at Leicester's squad compared to ours, and I think they're far superior to us. Agreed. I, I honestly don't know how we've stayed up. It's, I mean, we're pretty terrible, aren't we? I, I think the squad we've got now just just aren't good enough and aren't it's, performing. It's so credit it's, to the manager, though, Nocco. It's credit to the manager, absolutely. I mean, he came in, we're on ten points, and you know, looking like we're doomed. So the turnaround has been phenomenal, but. I don't understand how we're not in the bottom three. I think the three teams down there, with the exception of Southampton, look on paper better than we do in terms of performances as well. So, Tyler, here's one: Do you think we go down if Bruno would have stayed? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so because the the one thing, and I mean, I, I don't, I haven't got evidence were of this. Were we any worse though? We didn't win a game for what was it? 15 no, games I, I don't have evidence of this but what I'm led to believe is Lopetegui and his staff were stunned by how low the fitness levels yeah. were if yeah. you're coming in and letting your players drift off so badly uh, that may be wrong so please don't take me to court um, if that is the case when you're joining you can't be in that condition as a Premier League club it's, it's just not acceptable so if you how let the games have you enjoyed under Lopetegui whatever his name is you learn, how many games have you enjoyed I've enjoyed nearly every home game <laughs> <laughs> but was it was it about enjoying games or was it just about firefighting and staying up there? Agreed, but is that now part of the group we're in? Uh, I don't think, you we, can't we judge him until we next saved, season. Though. We were saved, what, three, four, five games at the end of the season? And we've been disgusting ever since. Yeah. So I, I've enjoyed uh, Liverpool at home. I enjoyed Liverpool away in the Cup. A 2-2. I was angry, but I enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed Villa away. I thought we were pretty good then. Um, I enjoyed Southampton with you boys. Probably my favourite day of the season. Um, more for, the, the game was disgusting, but the drama was good. Um, Villa and I enjoyed, as well. yeah, I enjoyed, um, yeah, enjoyed, enjoyed Villa at home. That was good. That's always good. Um, Chelsea was a decent performance as well. Yeah, what 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 I did enjoy perversely was how terrible we were at home at the first half against Southampton uh, Spurs. He's matched them up, and the second half we've absolutely decked them. That that for me was that second half was like the game should have been buried. They should have been two or three nil. Good night, thanks very much. That second half I thoroughly enjoyed. I thought tactically it was brave and it was really really good. So I do get uh, your point though. It hasn't been great, but at the same time I just think it was a case of surviving this season and then seeing when he's had a full preseason and he can bring a couple more players in. What he's actually he's capable of doing if he's there. But I think what was it, fourteen, fifteen games without a win under Bruno. Don't think there's any doubt would have gone down if he'd stayed. Yeah, I think he'd have gone. Uh, great off question though, Tyler. Adding on to Rich, uh, Rich Warren. Thank you very much for your contribution to the Wolves report. <coughs> oh, no, no, I'm, I'm there. Thank God this is the last one of the season. You were down in slow motion. Then. Um, it's like Carl Court getting fouled. That was. Here we go. This is uh, an add-on from from one of my tweets. Um, are our players underachievers? Uh, your previous tweet, or more worryingly, are they relatively high achievers hitting their full potential? They're just not that good and got found out. That is a great question, Jeremy. It's, it's a belt at Nocky. Off you go. They're not, they're not good. <laughs> oh, I don't know because we've seen flashes, haven't we? I mean, I've heard. we've seen flashes of Nunes. Yeah, we we, we were sick. We, yeah, we've seen Tyler smile as well. It doesn't happen on a regular basis, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can't tell me Nunes scoring one goal and going on a couple of runs. You know, that's not enough. These players it's... have got to be consistently doing yeah, it. Right. Out. They're not good enough. I don't. I genuinely don't think any of them are good enough. I think attacking wise, you're right. Um, oh, but yeah, I think... bang attacking wise, 100. percent You're right. But I think some of the midfielders we've got. Um, but they're played. I, in I think there's more to come. 
people love Dawson. He's played in teams that have lost six nil and five nil. They they're not consistently good enough, are they? But equally, equally, Tyler, to 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 back that back at you. In all our home wins, he's been key in blocks and stops and headers and Agreed. everything. He's been absolutely. But he can't do it away from home. The pitch is the same size. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to single out Dawson and say we've lost five and six nil because of him. But I'm going to single him out in them games that were really close. He was almost our best player along with Neves in every one of those games. He was in close games that fell our way and we got clean sheets. He was the brilliant stopper, header, block, tackle. He for me was was the big difference. Um, Great question, Jeremy. Um, You're not going to know this season. You're just not going to know. You're going to have if we're going to be able to judge some of the players he's brought in. You're going to have to judge them next season when they've got different targets and a level but playing Neves field. Aside, the start. Neves aside, they're not great, are they? Yeah, just just one, one thing I want to raise, and you two raised this to me probably 18, 12 months months ago. I was continually sticking up for Neto and for Pedence, and you guys said back then these guys aren't good enough. I stuck up for them, and you guys called it then. Um, I was I was more romance and hope that Pedence would come good, that Neto would rediscover his form it's not happened um and it is making me agree with jeremy that particularly in the forward area and numbers speak for themselves in our wide forward areas wolves are just not good enough with the worst um, team in the league going forward yeah, and the that's proved that so absolutely jeremy thank you so much for your contribution a great question there um paul nichols asks is jeff falling <laughs> asleep at the good ship molyneux now wolves are in this situation because of big decisions made at the very top that have gone very wrong. Working with one agent worked well to a certain point, but when you have to work with him week in, every week out from every transfer window, your window smallens as you as you continue to grow. And that's hurt Wolves. Um, and it's hurting Wolves now. So um, Wolves have now stepped away from that and they've already seen the benefit from not just using him. I don't want to say we're not going to use Mendes anymore because we can, he'll have players who will, but equally using a wider circle, fishing in different ponds, which you've not been doing. And ultimately, if Wolves are failing, it falls on Jeff. He makes the decisions. He employs the manager. He agrees to sign what the players. So um, is he falling asleep? I think he's still learning on the job. Um, Wolves wouldn't be where they are without Jeff and Foson. And I will be eternally grateful for the few years that I've had. It doesn't mean we can't criticise them, though. And I think they need to learn, because if they don't, Wolves will be doing this again, again, again next year. That's my speech. Tyler. I can't talk that, can I? I <laughs> he said he answers the question perfectly and then wants me to answer it. I just think he's out of his depth, isn't he? I think we'd all probably agree he looks out of his depth, he feels out of his depth. He's got a lot of decisions wrong financially, managerial wise. I don't think he's fell asleep. I think he's in a coma, if you ask me. And I think he needs he needs to be if we want to progress, we need a proper, you know, technical director, someone that knows the game to take that role. You have to know football, you have to, and he doesn't. So, Do you think, though, with the transfer window that we've just had, I know we talked about this earlier on, with Garagatha that's come in to support and head up the technical side of things, um, that will help Wolves and Jeff going forward? It should do. And Hobbs as well. You know, Hobbs has done a good job, hasn't he? So it should do. And the, the good leaders put great people around them. They employ good people to make them look good. So that could be a tactic that does work for him. Fair enough. That's a good shout out. So that um, Apologies to Matt Hobbs. Um, played a massive part in January. Massive credit, um, especially with um, 
uh, Joe Gomez coming in. So yeah, credit to Matt of being part of that team as well. Didn't call him on that knocker. Uh, I think we've we've milked that question. But any any say on Jeff? Yeah, I mean he's he's kind of the face of Fosun at Molyneux, isn't he? I think he does a lot of jobs. Um, I don't think he does any even particularly well. So I think again, sentiment wise, if they've got a chance to bid him off and bring in some proper football people, I think we should. Yeah, how many football people are under the umbrella at Fosun and Fosun Sports? That'll be the question. And if Jeff's been learning on the job for six, seven years now, and he's got all that knowledge, do we want another Fosun person with no football experience? Can you pick up knowledge <coughs> in six or seven years? I mean, we've been watching it our whole lives and we still don't understand it. So if you're asking someone to come in and make them kind of financial impacts, I'm sure he's very, very good with numbers, but you need to have an understanding of the game. You need to have a feel for people. And I'm not, I'm not sure he's got that. I mean, if it, we've got Lopetegui, which we were sure delighted with, we would have had Michael Beale if he could have got that one over the line and we'd be in the championship now. So <laughs> he just worries me with some of the decisions he makes. I think he's, um, I come across, he, he comes across to me as someone who this is the way we're going to do it. And that's it. And I think, I just think there's better options out there. People who understand the game have been immersed in the game and have that, that level of investment in it. Whereas with him, I think he could go back, you know, back over to China and be quite content never thinking about football again. Whereas you need someone where it's it's ingrained in him a little bit, I think. It'd be a big call from Fosun to bring an outsider from Fosun into a business. I'd be really surprised. Um but we shall see. And yeah, I don't as I mentioned will, but in terms of the technical Sorry. staff with Garagatha, with with Matt Hobbs. I think he's surrounded with better people now than he was this time last year. Uh, and I think that will give him more a chance if he's listening to those guys. And obviously, if we're shopping in the South American market and looking, um, as Tyler correctly said, in terms of great business people, surround themselves with people who are experts. He's done that with Garagatha. He's done that with Matt Hobbs. Uh, and that's going well. So, yeah, hopefully Jeff is learning. Um, thank you. Great question, Paul. These are creating some really good debate. As you can tell, I'm losing my voice. Uh, Ted P. Evening, Ted. Thanks for your contribution throughout the season. How bad would it actually be for Wolves if JLo did resign his position and how likely would Potter or Anuno return um, be under the, the financial circumstances? That's a stinker, Ted. We're getting to the end of the show. Um, I think you should never go back in football. Player, manager. Um, imagine Nuno come back and it went wrong, ruining everything. It's a great song and some great times, but his era of players have nearly all gone. Um, for me, it's a no for Nuno. Um, don't get me wrong. If that did happen, I will back him with my heart and I want him to succeed because I want everyone to succeed. But I don't think he should ever come back. Um, as for Potter, I think he could probably get a job bigger than Wolves um, at this moment in time. Uh, Tyler? It boils down for me to the same argument as the players that I've said. If he doesn't want to be here and he's not 100% committed, I'd rather be left. And then if he does leave, you can move quickly with people like Potter, Rogers, and I'm sure there's other coaches available. So how bad would it be? It wouldn't be the end of the world. Wolves were here before him and they'll be here after him. But I think as long as he was replaced with a competent manager, such as a Potter, I wouldn't be too bothered, to be honest. Okay. I think it'd be catastrophic if he left. Potter and Rogers wouldn't touch this job with a barge pole because if the manager leaves, it's because there's no financial investment. So you're probably dipping into the championship. You're probably back in the market for a Beal again or somebody like that. Um, and I, I think we get relegated. Financial investment, so he'll leave anywhere. Yeah, but you, I mean, you're not going to get a Graham Potter come to Wolves, are you? You're not going to get a Brendan Rogers come to Wolves when they say you yeah, haven't got a penny. To, nah, no chance, mate. Palace today, Potter is. Palace bigger than Wolves? No. He hasn't gone to Palace, though, has he? Is that his favourite? 
I'd, I'd, I just don't think he'd come to Wolves. I think he'd be looking for a, a bigger job. If he goes to Palace, it's probably because they're in London. Um, I don't, just don't he see... He lives by Tyler, doesn't he? No, I do. Probably old boy, mate, yeah. In his mansion. Uh, I, I think I think we'd be looking at different pool of managers, but that's just my opinion. I don't think we'd get anyone to but, that level. Great question, Ted. Thank you for your contribution and throughout, <clears throat> through the whole of the season. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, I want to see Lopetegui wheel and deal in the summer, sell some big names, make some big decisions, strengthen the um, the poor areas and, and get the club going forward. Wolves haven't waited six, seven years to get this guy and to lose him in six months. It'd be foolish. And I think the fan base would react badly if he wasn't backed. I think Wolves will find a way to back him, even though probably this time tomorrow I'll be eating my words, but hopefully not. Um, uh, last but not least, um, Zach drops a stinker in. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and it was a beauty. And he's tried to do it again. It's not as much of a stinker, but it's a stinker. And Zach says, stinker for the poddy. Keep three and lose three. Neves moments. So basically, you've got to get these three goals. You can remember three of these moments, but lose three of them forever and not them. So the free kick v Cardiff, the free kick v Everton, the goal v Derby, the volley v Espanyol, the top bins v United, or the passes v Leicester City in the 4-3. That pass... That pass for Jimenez, was it Jimenez that squared for Yotta? Yeah. That that pass was ridiculous. So, gentlemen, that is Zach Stinker to end episode 66 of the Wolves Report. Look at Tyler's face. He's not. Cardiff, United, Leicester. You're keeping those, yeah? Because I think there was more on them. The Cardiff free kick was enormous for obvious reasons. That United, yeah, it's always good. And the, I think the Espanyol game, wasn't it? Dead and buried by then. The Derby yes. goal was well was the best goal I've ever seen, but it probably wasn't that important as a moment. And the Everton one was, you know, his first game back. So I think for moments and importance, I'd go Cardiff, United, and, and Leicester. Good choice, Nucky. Okay. I've got to keep the Derby goal because of how special it was. Got to keep the Cardiff goal as well because of what it meant. I think you can bin the United one. I'm gonna to have to keep the pass versus Leicester as well. Just because it was that last minute, yeah, minute to win yeah. it, yeah. So I'll go Derby, Leicester, Cardiff. Yeah, I mean, uh, Cardiff for me. I was I was lucky enough to be in the press that day, and afterwards, I mean, I'd recorded the goal, and I says to Ruben, "Have you seen the goal?" And he says, "No." So I got to show him his own goal. I mean, I know it sounds really silly, but I was like, I was absolutely buzzing. So that for me was just well, an incredible moment in the season. Um, as you said, knocking Tyler, that Derby goal was, I don't think I'm ever going to see a goal as good as that. I mean, his touch was poor, but it actually set the goal up better because it gave him the open his body up a bit more. Um, United goal when it clipped in off the bar, that was good. The Espanyol volley was good. I mean, Everton, this, we're, we're back in the, this stinks, Zach. This stinks, this does. What it does do. I think Cardiff and Leicester are bank, they're bankers, I think. I think what it does do, though, it just highlights the kind of issues we're going to have when he does go. Because we've all spoken about, oh, we could bring Lamina in. We look good in midfield without him. No other Wolves player, other than maybe Jimenez, has got that list of achievements. So we're going to lose all that next season. So it just kind of shows... We're you supposed that. to be ending it on a high. Knocker, well, not on a low. <laughs> but it's true, though, isn't it? I mean, every goal there is a worldie, and that's probably... 30% of the good stuff he's done at Wolves. When you add in the rest of the stuff he's done, we've got to try and replace that next season. And it's a it's a hell of a task. Uh, Zach, thank you so much. My third one will be, I'm going to keep the pass because that pick up and through ball to set on the way for Yotta, sorry, I think Jimenez to square to Yotta, 
and the moment in that game, it was just absolutely wonderful. So, Zach, um, more stinkers for next season, please. Um, you've been listening and watching episode 66 of the Wolves Report. Wolves are a Premier League side again, just about. It's been pretty ugly, but I hope we've given you some smiles throughout the season. I'm genuinely very happy and pleased to have Chris Toller Montlock on my show, big parts of the podcast. Hopefully you'll join us again in pre-season, not too soon. Toller needs a rest. Um, I have been in contact <laughs> with the referees again. Um, I do hopefully have that referee special coming up soon. Uh, we will bring you random podcasts throughout the pre-season if there's big news, like Lopetegui departs, like other players <laughs> coming and going. Um, but hopefully we can have a bit of a break. Uh, and we can. Yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you all on Tuesday. This has been episode sixty-six of the Wolves Report. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Mark. Up the Wolves. Have a good summer.